Welcome to Life on the Brink, a lovely little place filled with inspiration and creativity that is dedicated to enjoying life one day at a time. I'm Anna, and together we're exploring the beautiful things in this world that fascinate us and often discovering something new. to episode 12 of Life on the Brink. We are well into our seasonal holiday episodes and today I am so excited to have another guest on the show. I really enjoy hearing about other people's Christmas traditions and I feel like you probably feel the same. There's something really fun about learning how other people celebrate something that we love to celebrate and with that Today, I am joined by my friend Caroline Scruggs. Caroline is one of my very best friends and one of the few people outside of my family that I have really hung out with in 2020. She's a fellow musician. We actually sing together as part of a a group. You'll hear us talk about it in the interview. We're um, a part of a, a trio of singers that do sort of Andrew Sisters stuff called the True Tone Honeys, which I will link in the show notes. No worries. There's videos and everything. And um, in that trio is our friend Jeanette, who will also reference. So just giving you a heads up. The three of us um, sing lots of old jazz. We love jazz. We love Christmas gigs that we're missing. But Caroline also does a lot of stuff on her own. She plays lots of weird instruments and writes songs and she does watercolors and fun artistic things so we get along very well but Caroline and I also really differ on some opinions Uh, we just have like different likes and dislikes sometimes and even though we both come from big families our dynamics are a little different and we just have some different views as I've said before if you know or understand the Enneagram scale I'm a three and Caroline is very much so a four We love taking walks together at the nearby botanical gardens, which um, Caroline will talk about a little bit. And we both really like getting into the magic of the season. So today we're talking about Christmas traditions, what we love, what we've grown up with, and some new ways that we're hoping to celebrate this year. I think it's really fun. You'll hear every now and then um, Caroline's dog Lila sort of walking around. Um, she's a very sweet puppy and we love her. So without any further ado, I hope you enjoy this, uh, cozy little interview featuring tea. We're drinking tea during this interview. So I highly recommend pausing if you're able and making yourself a cup of tea to join us. Okay. So here's the interview with me and Caroline. Hello, Caroline. Welcome to Life on the Brink. Thank you so much for asking me. I'm honored. Yes, yes. I asked you because, one, you are a longtime listener of Life on the Brink. True fan. Yes, that's <laughs> so, me. So you know all of the values that we love here. Um, Caroline um, has been one of my very good friends for the past couple years because we sing together most of the time. Mm-hmm. Not now. <laughs> but in other times and she's a lovely singer musician thereminist is that, right. is that the word mm-hmm. you got it plays the theremin and writes music and um 
right now has made me tea. So we're sipping some wonderful Christmas tea. And we're here to talk about Christmas. Yay! And I've also asked you because we have, at the same time, I feel very similar and very different upbringings. Mm. And can't... and are also very similar and very different as people (laughs) yeah i'd say that's true we are both one of four um so bigger families i'm the oldest of mine and you're the youngest yeah okay yeah and um and you also love christmas that's true so i just want to start out thinking about christmas today we're just talking about traditions and all the warm cozy things that we love what is your favorite childhood Christmas memory? Ooh. Okay, well, I had to really sift through. Um, and you can have more than one, that's okay. Oh, good, because I have <laughs> <laughs> many answers to most of these questions. But um, I think it all came down to, like I was just asking you, you know, do I need specific instance um, for examples of memories and stuff like that? And that is because and I'm sh- I feel like you're the same way in this Christmas for me is all about traditions um, that have just been in my family forever since since I can remember and um, like you said I'm the baby and so I grew up with this very strong um, support system and <laughs> very big <laughs> loud family just like you Mm did um and so and so over the years we like our rituals we like our our holiday traditions and so we do the same things over and over again so when I'm thinking back to you know my favorite childhood memories they're not just one memory it's like doing the same thing over and over again every year you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so the the main one I think that comes to mind is when I was younger uh Actually, honestly, up until probably a couple of years ago, um, we did this thing on Christmas morning where, of course, I, I'm, I'm the baby by like a long shot. My sister is eight years older than me and she's the closest to me. <clears throat> and uh, so I would wake up first on Christmas morning and be super psyched, of course. I, was, I would probably wake up at like seven and my siblings... <laughs> We're just like, oh my God. <laughs> I would go open all of their doors, jump on them, say, come on, you guys, it's Christmas, and um, drag all of them out of bed. But we were not allowed to go downstairs yet. We all had to wait at the top of the stairs. Okay. My mother mm-hmm. and father were already downstairs, like making breakfast. And it was very picturesque. You know, there's always like the right. smell <laughs> of bacon in the air. And my mom being the incredible woman that she is always like sets up a presentation for each of her four children on Christmas down in the living room so like and and this is like from quote unquote Santa it's not from my mother like <laughs> Santa like, so a couple years ago like you're, yeah you're like a grown-up yes <laughs> like we Santa. just continued this like Santa <laughs> did all of these things <laughs> and he presented uh he like set up each Like the living room chairs she would put in like different corners of the room and she would just instead of wrapping presents it was like this cool she always found a cool way to present like gifts you know from Santa Um, 
whether that was like setting up a tent for a child like in the living room with like stuff on like Christmas stuff on it and she just goes wild she's That's crazy. the best um so yeah so anyway we don't know what's downstairs yet we're we're sitting at the top of the stairs and I'm just like dying of anticipation <laughs> and we're not allowed to go downstairs until you know she gives us the signal and we always have to get a Christmas picture of us in our pjs looking all rough before we come downstairs so just like that pure like excitement and anticipation at the top of the stairs with the people that i love most with the smell of bacon in the air is basically the best you know yeah that that's it sounds awesome yeah is there a, i know i've known some people that they would have to wait at the top of the stairs but they would like they would play a song or something like the parents would play a song and then you could come mm-hmm. down to, like i don't know like the music was the cue mm. was that or would they just say like okay you nah, can come she, down <laughs> she was just like let me get my picture okay <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah oh, it was great what I about you that. well kind of in the same vein i uh, my family has some pretty specific um traditions as well on Christmas Eve is the big one. We go to my grandparents' house, um, and it's just very loud Latin America Christmas. So mm. the punch is a going, <laughs> and the people are dancing. There's the salsa music, and then there's the big pork roast and rice, and we do the whole thing. Mm. And it's grown over the years because our family's gotten bigger, and we'll sometimes just people if we find out someone like doesn't have anywhere to go you know be like oh come to christmas eve i know Mm -hmm. a couple of of times i've brought just people friends of mine to have christmas eve with us um i know one time even my grandfather he he um works on at fort eustis an army base and there were some young guys who just had no family and weren't going to go anywhere for christmas and so they came over just like four young guys in the army (laughs) at the end of the table (laughs) um and it's so great it's so loud and my grandmother always sets like a gift at everyone's place and uh, we do the little cracker the little popper things Mm. and you have to wear the little paper (laughs) the tissue paper crown until it falls off and then we play bingo which is very high stress, high stakes, mm. and there are prizes. And it, it just, bingo has always stressed me out because it's entirely chance. And <laughs> so I just sit there. <laughs> um, but it's it's such great fun. When I was a kid, on Christmas Eve, we would also go to the, the local park, Newport News Park, because they had those lights and you could drive through them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. Yeah, and sometimes we would like leave, because they live very close to that park, we would just go and see the lights on Christmas Eve for a few years. And that was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but also on Christmas Day, we also, like the family, will get together. Um, well, my grandparents and now one of my aunts and uncles well, at my parents' house. So it, it's a small group of 6, 8, 10, 12, mm-hmm. 13, 13-ish people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then... There is that picture, you know, in pajamas with stockings. You Mm -hmm. just, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, this is the annual photo. But after, like, gifts and things, there is breakfast. And, again, it's my grandma. She's she's cooking things. And it's this particular um, Puerto Rican preparation 
of uh, of like a steak that's been marinated in vinegar and onions that mm-hmm. then is stewed with tomatoes and stuff. It's so good. And then she'll fry tortillas and then we have eggs. And so it's just like you can fill a tortilla with this meat and onions mm-hmm. and eggs and it's wow. so good. And I make tea and then we will sit down and watch the Disney parade, which I don't know what they're going <laughs> to air this year, but... Um, it's just great like that breakfast she makes it kind of specifically because she knows i love it Mm. and it's just the best ever in past years i've just stayed in my pajamas all all day Mm -hmm. um but it's really those meals i guess christmas eve night (laughs) christmas morning breakfast because i love breakfast um yeah so those are my favorite uh traditions like from a child i do have one favorite moment that like I just I was like so blown away it's that quintessential moment of getting a bike Mm. we were probably I was I think 11 or 12 and so my siblings were around like 10 and like maybe four and six or something and all the presents were done and then they were like wait okay you have to go outside and wait on the Mm. or go to the garage were we in the garage and the bikes were in the driveway one or, one or the other mm-hmm. and then they slowly opened the garage door and there's video of it somewhere that we all just like realized we have <laughs> bicycles and then there's like footage of all of us in our pajamas riding around the neighborhood which was we were just so excited mm-hmm. for bikes mm-hmm. and i remember that one as a kid just okay. like it was so like each of us were so excited that then it was like fueling our our own excitement mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally yeah. I love that. I another one that comes to mind uh for me is I think that as a child I was always more about Christmas Eve than Christmas Day. Like yeah. to me what stands out is that anticipation. Mm-hmm. Um and I there was this one time so my aunt Susie always comes to stay and um she she lives in DC so we don't get to see her that often and we would always you know we have a large family too so we would always share a bed and share a room and she would read me the Christmas stories at night like that was the last thing that happened on Christmas Eve for me as a kid is I would get into bed with Aunt Susie we would read these books it was the night before Christmas all that jazz and uh there was this one year that it was probably it was really late to me so it was probably like nine or ten you know and (laughs) (laughs) we were in bed and I was like one more one more book one more book and we um and she tells this story sometimes too so I think my memory of it is kind of like half her telling the story and half me (laughs) like kind of remembering it but but all of a sudden she was reading this and we heard like a big knock like on the roof oh on the roof and (laughs) we thought it was on the roof anyway and I think that we were on the third floor of the house like the top floor of the house and um so we heard something above us it was like bam (laughs) like and and the way that she tells it now it's so hilarious she's really good at telling stories she's in her point of view like she sees this little Caroline like child like in complete wonderment like do you think that's him and then she's in her head just like oh my god I hope there's not like an intruder on the house like what the (laughs) heck is that but to me in my mind I was just like whoa this is serious I need to go to sleep right now or Santa's not (laughs) he's gonna leave 
so that's that's something that's like one moment but yeah I just I love I loved Christmas Eve I still love Christmas Eve and just like the magic of it and yeah even even the Christmas hymns that are more um hush Lila sorry everybody that's my doggy even the Christmas hymns that are more associated with Christmas Eve versus Christmas Day uh like Silent Night Mm -hmm. and A Little Town of Bethlehem and Oh Holy Night like those are my three big big you know favorites of the the Christmas hymn realm and it's just something about like the total magic of silence and like a starry night and that visual and the imagery that comes with the part of you know the Christmas narrative I just love I just love it (laughs) very nice well so do you have any traditions that are um sort of new like sort of forged either by you or have come up more recently um like what's your new your favorite new christmas tradition yeah totally (laughs) okay so well i have i have three that i that are mainly stick out so one um has been happening i don't i don't remember how probably since like college like all throughout my 20s i have one childhood friend um who is still you know one of my best friends and sisters and we're nothing alike (laughs) we live completely different lives (laughs) um and we just don't have much in common except for that like we grew up together and we love each other like sisters like (laughs) you know like we just know each other so deep down that part of ourselves that i will always be together um her name's Corey, and uh we ever since i can remember throughout our 20s we've come home from college or whatnot and um we have we specify a baking day it's usually around the 20th or the 21st and for so like throughout our entire 20s instead of buying people presents we would just bake a massive amount of some kind of baked good (laughs) and (laughs) in this one day together and wrap it up and then just like you know drive it to all of our loved ones was that when you made i know last year you made like a couple different kinds of cookies and you brought them to that one gig we had on like the 21st oh yeah that's probably from Mm -hmm. from that it was like an orange something and a i don't remember they were so good i don't remember either but yes um yeah and usually i do something different every year i'll like experiment one time i made bark like chocolate bark Mm -hmm. instead Mm -hmm. um and she she usually just does the the normal sugar cookie and she'll decorate them and she's very artsy so that's super fun um another one that's pretty recent that's only happened in the last couple of years is um our mutual lady friend and bandmate Jeanette yeah Um, this is gonna be one of mine as well oh cool so you can talk about it first so she (laughs) she began um uh, a, a little caroling troupe um amongst friends and that has just been so I don't know like monumental in my holiday celebrations in the past couple of years because it's nothing fancy it's nothing special we get together with people like mutual friends of mutual friends in this group and we're all kind of from here and I think we all love Christmas (laughs) and Mm -hmm. yeah and we just see each other sometimes like we haven't seen those sometimes we've never met those people sometimes we haven't seen them in years since college or whatnot and we um and we have a little like hot warm drinks and some snacks and we go over Christmas carols 
and a lot of us went to music school so mm-hmm. we sound pretty good right there's like parts and harmonies <laughs> yeah, yeah there's parts and harmonies that we figure those out and in record time and then we just go out to a neighborhood and uh and go knock on people's doors and it's just so old school and i just love it and it makes me want to cry like every time it's so it's it's wonderful i only joined that last year i was able to finally and i had on my bucket list like that i made end of high school it said go christmas caroling because i had never really been actual caroling and i love it i love singing and i love christmas songs and it was so fun last year love it and there's just something about going like going door to door is such an archaic thing that we that no it's like such a lost thing like you don't knock on someone's door unless you know them unless you have a purpose and to do it simply to sing to a person for no ulterior motive other than to like spread christmas joy (laughs) it's like it's like the best it's wonderful um yeah so that's been epic and then leading into that my my third tradition that has been building up for the past you know however long decade for me is just the gigs that come with Christmas Mm -hmm. which of course this year it's it's a sad sore subject because it is pandemic life and so a lot of that has disappeared but you know most working musicians this is the busiest time of the year for us and it's mostly Christmas music and it's it's just such a cool thing you know from church gigs to um you know I know you do Gershwin's and stuff like that and um and I miss that a lot and and not to mention you know the number one thing that has become such a tradition for us is the True Tone Honeys our Mm -hmm. our little jazz we're in a we're in a group we're in a group And we have sang at the Colonial Williamsburg's Grand Illumination the past um, few years on the main stage right in front of the governor's palace. Yeah, that's a really, really fun Christmas day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's fireworks right after we sing and we spend, you know, a, a couple of weeks just like getting our stuff together to learn the or relearn these, <laughs> these <laughs> songs. To remember them. And try to remember some choreography and uh we always get it together somehow (laughs) yeah you know what I miss so much like since I've graduated college I so miss singing the hallelujah chorus yeah the alto Mm. part is so good Mm. and I used to have to sing it every year Mm. in chorus and I miss it so much I don't know how I'm gonna I kind of just want to call up yeah. the school and be like so can i just be in the chorus in the <laughs> christmas show that no one wants to be in yes um because i just i love that piece and being able to sing it with so many people totally oh chorus totally yeah. i've been missing chorus a lot too lately or just yeah just the feeling of i don't know like existence like it almost elevates you when you're singing with other people who are singing as well (laughs) (laughs) who are singing very deep (laughs) no it's great it's wonderful but i don't know how else to explain it there's just no other feeling like it and unless you like have done it before um if you have done it then you know exactly what i mean but if you haven't then it's sad and i hope that you do after (laughs) COVID is done (laughs) please sing with other people (laughs) um i just have one other little i i really love our tradition that you and i and jeanette have of um past couple years we've gone 
Well, we we were last year we didn't because Jeanette threw out her back. But we were gonna go walking <laughs> through the Christmas lights at the gardens nearby. Yes. But the most important part is we come over here yes. to Caroline's house and we make pasta, and we watch a, some kind of Christmas movie and we do the we make a gingerbread house or we decorate it. Yeah. And then we usually also have brownies. <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> way the it's things. been. Um. And so that had that I love that day. I don't know if we'll be able to do Me that too. this year, but just pasta and and the gingerbread and the I think we should do a version of it. I mean, yeah. we can definitely go through the through the lights. Um, I've been you know I've been going to the Norfolk Botanical Gardens like every other day basically. <laughs> I it's like my second home now. And if you go at like four, uh huh, they already have the lights on, and you can walk through because this year this it's this great garden um light display light display you can only drive through yeah right this year you can only drive through it but i've i've hacked it i found the way (laughs) (laughs) to walk maybe we should go do that yeah good idea okay Mm. well uh, a little bit um less uh complicated question what is your (laughs) absolute must-have holiday beverage Mm -hmm. well (laughs) i like you i love a good hot cup of tea mm-hmm. um with either honey or sugar and and whole milk is how i prefer most of my tea um i have found this is what we are drinking right now i hope you like it as I much do. as i do i do like it um i was going to the place that i heard has really great tea selection which it is true um in williamsburg virginia and i got turned on to harney and sons tea by jeanette actually we're we're all three kind of tea freaks Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) but yeah so i i was in love with their paris tea i went over there to grab the paris tea and found this whole selection and they had this holiday tea and i was like oh that sounds nice i'll give it a try um i did not know that i would become completely obsessed with it (laughs) and it's just like I it has I don't know it has this depth and this warmth and it and it's almost like coffee or chocolate because it has like I, don't I think know. it's the almond There's yeah almond and woody, I think it's that nutty yeah, yeah. nutty woody mm-hmm. d- like a deep flavor that just is appropriate like it fills you up and it makes you feel warm and full uh in this season of be- me being perpetually cold this is just like the best drink ever but i did want to mention also my favorite alcoholic beverage mm. for the holidays is um no doubt my dad started making old fashions a couple of years mm. ago after he went to new orleans and um he got very into new orleans after i started singing new orleans jazz <laughs> actually he went there before i did it and he called me and he was like caroline you're gonna love this place I was like huh and then I went and you know fell in love with jazz and all that all that jazz anyway so that's where his his fascination with uh old fashions came in and he started to make his own and he makes a mean old-fashioned and so it it kills lots of birds that's a terrible phrase but I like always (laughs) I always use it and people laugh at me I'm like well I need to find a new phrase but anyway it it touches it pushes a lot of my buttons okay so you have like the I get nostalgic for New Orleans which I'll always you know nostalgia goes hand in hand with the holidays right am I right Mm -hmm. 
So I um, and I often get just like so nostalgic with happiness that I want to cry. And I'm a big crier. I cry a lot when I'm happy and sad. So I'll like drink my old fashioned be like "Mm, New Orleans and then get happy sad. And also it just tastes holiday ish. It has like that orange. It has a little bit of spice. Do you drink? Do you like old fashioned? Yeah, you got to do that. Okay. Mm. Anyway, what about you? Yes, I have to have at least one cup of like wassail punch, like mm. Christmas punch. Um, mostly because my sister and I really love the song and to love to sing Here We Come a Wassailing. <laughs> um, but it's a little bit different than just like apple cider. It's it's that really nice, uh, I don't even know, I like apple but pineapple-y and there's mm-hmm. like cinnamon floating around in it. I love it. Okay. And um well, we used to go every year to Bush Gardens and they would have their their hot wassail and it was so good. This year it's not going to be the same. We're not mm. going. <laughs> it's just um this year's different. So somehow I've seen it at Trader Joe's. I might just get they've got nice. like the thing of of wassail and I'll just heat it up. That might be what we do. But at some point I just need a hot cup of the punch cuz it's just it's the only time of year that I really have it. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And well, I don't know if I have a favorite alcoholic Christmassy beverage. I'm not an eggnog person. Ew, me neither. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? There is a similar kind of beverage called coquito, um, which is a Puerto Rican thing. And actually, one of my coworkers um, at the preschool last year made a little batch of coquito. for Like, she mm-hmm. gave us each a bottle as a Christmas Aww. present. And that was very good. It's that same sort of creamy, cinnamony kind of drink. Is it like horchata? Yes. It would be in that vein. Mm -hmm. Because I like that. Yes. I think it just grosses me out the idea of eggs in (laughs) egg. (laughs) I don't even know if there are there eggs in like Maybe originally. I don't know. But I've tried it many times and it's just, it tastes like nail polish remover to me. Yeah. Yuck. Not that I've had that. (laughs) Um, okay, and then what is your favorite, you, your must-watch Christmas movie? Yeah, yeah. You can already I, know what mine is. Can I have two? Yes, you can have two. Okay, number one, um, kind of classic on the classic side of things, gotta watch White Christmas every okay. year. I just love it. Again, it's one of those things that makes me cry. I kind of just like cry on and off throughout the whole entire thing. At White Christmas? I know. It's not even sad. (laughs) It's not even very emotional. I know. I'm a freak. I can't explain (laughs) it. It's just, it's so nostalgic for me. I think that a lot of it is like when I watch old movies like that, it reminds me of and kind of feels like it connects me to my grandfather who passed away um, when I was in high school and he was very into like shows and musicals and Broadway and vaudeville and all of that stuff and yeah. he also it's just so his time of like the general who comes back and like after oh, wartime yeah, yeah, yeah. like that generation and I just I feel so connected to that time period I mean and I know that you can get that because we sing music from that time period yeah. and, and mm-hmm. we wouldn't if we weren't connected to it in this weird way um but yeah at the end when they come out and they all sing white christmas i'm just like a crying (laughs) mess wow (laughs) um so that's number one so that's your classic that's my classic my um my quirky pick i guess which it's not really quirky anymore 
I think I know what you're going to say. It's like, it used to be like a very rarely known movie. And now I think there's this cult following around it. It's come back. It's gained popularity. It's a Jim Henson film, a Muppet film called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Oh, I, I, have you heard of that? I've heard you talk about it, I think, but I don't, I've never seen it for sure. Yeah. We'll have to watch. Maybe we should. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the Polar Express. Oh, no. I mean, that one's important to me that that one is super weird like we, we it watched is it a couple weird. years ago not my not my kind of movie but go ahead <laughs> you say that's super weird though and what did we watch last year we're gonna we're gonna talk about it okay because okay. it's my favorite okay so 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 uh, emmett otter's jug band christmas <laughs> is a musical experience of muppets and <laughs> it has all original music it is simply it's basically the gift of the magi between otters Okay. Ma Otter and Emmett Otter. Okay. And they, it's a beautiful Christmas story uh, and just has the most amazing folk music. Yeah, you would be fan of, of uh, Jug Band Christmas. Oh, I yeah, think. totally, yeah. totally. It's just great. So if you guys haven't watched Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, please do so this year. It'll, it, it'll warm your heart. Yeah, that's what we should do. Yeah. That, that can be our movie this year. Yeah, love it love it anyway okay Okay. well my classic pick has got to be it's a wonderful life um that's that one makes me cry i just watched Uh, that the first time last year oh my gosh yeah um it's my grandma's favorite movie of all time Mm. but she only watches it in color but i watched it last year in black and white uh and i really enjoyed that um you have to talk about what we the gig that we had last year oh yes 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 okay (laughs) well as an aside Last year, we had a, a random gig where we were hired to to be in a, a sort of vignette that was supposed to look like It's a Wonderful Life. There was a, a dance floor, which definitely did not look like the time period, like <laughs> yeah. checkerboard, but anyway. Um, it was a silent disco. Correct. Silent disco with headphones and stuff. But we were painted by makeup artists in gray and black and just like... So we looked completely grayscale. Mm-hmm. They like sprayed our hair and everything. We wore and all we wore black, black and, and white. And so with the lighting and everything, like we looked, you would think if you took a photo that it was a black and white photo, um, which also made like the inside of our mouths look very strange if we smiled. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> but, a little creepy. But it was so fun. And they were like, okay, just stand here and dance for four hours while mm-hmm. guests sort of mingle and they can come over and dance with you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was just so cool. And mm-hmm. and what little swing dance I know, uh, you know, we threw it out there. And that was just great. Because I love that movie. I think mm-hmm. it's... it's so, The characters are great. The message is great. And... Um, it ends with Christmas. Like, I don't... It's so wonderful. It, like, well, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, but my favorite Christmas movie of all time, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, is A Christmas Carol. The uh, computer animated one with Jim Carrey. Uh, I don't remember what year that came out, but it's like Disney. It is the best movie because I feel like it is the only adaptation of A Christmas Carol that is like as true to the book as it can be because the book is pretty crazy and I think it captures all of that magic and the music in that movie is absolutely incredible the way that I think it was um, Alan Silvestri yeah he did the score and he just weaves Christmas carols in and out of all this original music I will compare this 
to a movie that I felt did this very poorly, which mm. was The Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Uh, I was so disappointed. Like some of the best Christmas music ever written mm. was not used at all. Like there was a lot of weird original music and then every now and then you'd get pieces of Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker suite, but not in the places that it should have been. Like that was the thing I went to go see it for. And I was disappointed on the whole with the film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, oh. but this movie is perfect. Jim Carrey plays Scrooge and all three spirits. And it's just magical and perfect. And it might be a little creepy. You thought it was a little creepy. <laughs> Josh thought scared. it was creepy. <laughs> but it it's, it, it's a heavy situation. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's great. Okay. Okay. My last question <laughs> for you. Um, is what is a way, a new way that you're celebrating Christmas this year? Because as we have talked about at length in this episode and beyond, Mm. this Christmas and this year is very different. And some of the ways that we enjoy celebrating are not going to be possible. Mm -hmm. So what is a new, uh, element, a new tradition that you're, or a new way doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be a tradition that you're celebrating this year. Sure. Well, the other day I was thinking I've been trying to set like monthly little goals for myself lately Mm -hmm. because they're so attainable and um one of the things that I thought I would do for the month of December is to write either a letter or a postcard every day to somebody that I don't necessarily talk to or keep up with a lot and I think that you know when you asked me these questions I was trying to think about what am I going to do that's new and different? And I think that I am kind of thinking of that as a new way to celebrate, um, you know, because if anything, 2020 has taught us <laughs> about what is important and, right. mm-hmm. and what isn't, what really isn't important that we usually deem important. And one of the main things that I've found this year is just focusing on those relationships and those connections and the more that you can look outside of yourself and try to focus on other people in need of connection or reassurance Mm -hmm. if you can be that for them um, especially if you're not so busy with just like normal regular life um, I think that a lot of us have found ourselves with a lot more time on our hands not everybody but yeah you know um for musicians currently unemployed <laughs> we certainly have to be creative with our time now and so I think that's just continually always a very good use of your time is like thinking about how can I make people feel seen and loved and less alone and appreciated Aww. Yeah, so that's my little thing. And I totally failed to do that yesterday. So I have to do two today. <laughs> two letters. Well, that is so sweet. Thanks. I think that's a great I, a great new way. I think it'll be good. I have to, I need, what, 30 people? 31 people? How many yeah. days in December? 31? There's 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. You can, you can use one to write to Santa. That's true. I don't, I wonder where all those letters go. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Well, um. My Christmas is very different this year as I have moved um, and I'm no longer the house. My parents' house, which still contains two of my siblings, is pretty um, 
well, on the whole, much louder than my current apartment. And um, at night, usually, you know, there's a lot of lights on. The Christmas tree is up. My mom also bought a secondary Christmas palm tree that's <laughs> in a different corner. Um, and uh, and there's usually li- like a, a Christmas movie and like stuff is going on and there's there's like noise. Mm-hmm. And I've found that I sometimes miss that noise mm. now. And... Um, so I'm trying to embrace a sort of quieter Christmas mm. um, with just me and Josh. And now we're, you know, I see my family all the time and we're still spending the, the big days together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that and I need that. Um, but on the weekday nights uh, when you're just like, hmm, wonder, you know, what what should we do? It's just a little bit quieter and I'm still working on... Um, putting up the rest of the little Christmas decorations and it's a little simpler and I think I'm going to remember this Christmas for many reasons but also I feel like oh that'll be cute to look back on our first little Christmas together yeah so I'm just um trying to enjoy the simplicity of it alongside you know like the not having gigs it's it's a much quieter Christmas I'm trying to enjoy having time Mm mm-hmm Okay. Yay. Well, thank you, Caroline, for (laughs) sharing your holiday traditions and loves with me and with all of us here. So before you go, I I have just another question. What is one little joy that you have loved uh, recently? Um, It could be a particular experience. It could be something that you drank (laughs) (laughs) or or something you've seen or whatever Mm, man honestly it's it's tough to choose uh because i feel like um i have been on a quest as have you to build a life on upon little joys lately Mm -hmm. because that's really that's another thing that 2020 has brought on you know like if you can't have a whole world that's at peace like what can you find (laughs) in Mm -hmm. the everyday to bring you like fulfillment and peace and um and it comes in the form of little joys so uh I've been focusing on that a lot actually lately and I think because I'm looking at her and she's kind of (laughs) taking a little (laughs) part in today's session my dog Lila is where is giving us a really funny face right now and wearing a red Christmas sweater (laughs) And yeah, she's looking right into my eyes. Say something. Hush, Lila. Shh. But anyway, so she sleeps in bed with with me and um and Matt when he's here and we wake up and we've taken to waking up waking up in the mornings and usually I just like get up out of bed and start my day. Hush, Lila. Come here. I'm talking about you. Lay down. <laughs> she's over this podcast. She's like it's <laughs> Pay time. attention oh, to me. It's time to play. Anyway, so, yeah, so she's, we sleep together, and um, and she's the most snuggly puppy, especially in the mornings, and so instead of just waking up and, like, getting, getting up and starting my day, I've been setting my alarm, like, 20 minutes earlier, and I'll just turn over and... Just snuggle? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'll bring her, like, right on my side, like, on her back, so she, her <laughs> belly is, she's just completely stretched <laughs> out, like a little baby, 
and I just like kiss her and pet her for like <laughs> 20 minutes and she's super that into it so she's sweet. just like yawning and just like enjoying like being on her back like being a baby and it's the most you know they say that that's like actually that releases chemicals when you're petting a, a dog or like an mm-hmm. animal yeah and it's so stress reducing and it's just what it's, a day to a way to start your day yeah, yeah just by snuggling a little furry beast who wants to be your baby so that's my that's Aww. my little joy love that yeah what about you do you have one? Oh, oh, i wasn't planning on asking myself um Right now it's this tea, honestly. I'm yes. going to go, I'm going to try and get to Williamsburg as soon as possible yeah. and buy some of it. it. Oh, and also the fact that I, as I told you, I went and I have bought myself uh, a Christmas present of a Christmas tea sampler from the English tea shop. So I've really been enjoying all the Christmas teas. I really love Good. it. Um, and would you like to, I always include a playlist. Um, it could be an album. Ooh. It could be uh, a soundtrack. It could be, but since you are so musically inclined, um, would you like to include an album? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, so something I've been listening to like over and over, I just love is um, the soundtrack from the Netflix show, The Queen's Gambit. Okay, yep. This you is know? completely perfect and acceptable. They have it on Spotify. And I just passed the the instrumentals that they created for yeah. the show. Oh my gosh, and just those are my favorite. Like the '60s pop, um, I I just love. They curated that soundtrack so beautifully. Yeah, and it's great, and I just love it. Okay, so, that sounds great. So I'm gonna link that Yay! in the <laughs> in the show notes. And thank you so much, Caroline. Thanks, Anna. Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. Get cozy. Stay merry. (laughs) (laughs) And there you go. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview as much as I did. Um, We had a very nice time and got all inspired to celebrate in lots of new ways. Hopefully you are inspired as well, maybe to start some new traditions or to reach out to some of those people that maybe you haven't seen in a while Um, even if you can't see them in person, and celebrate together. And I forgot to ask Caroline during our interview where we could find her online, but I know where we can find her, so I'm just letting you know that I will be linking her website and her Instagram in the show notes. So you can head over to the blog, which is um, linked, or you can go to annaperkinsmusic.com slash lifeonthebrink, where I'll have photos of that crazy um, black and white It's a Wonderful Life gig and I have got a sweet picture of Lila um, from a couple Christmases ago as well as some pictures of my family Christmas and Caroline's family Christmas that are just really sweet and funny and um, you can also head over to her website where she does videos on music and creativity and she posts um, videos of her songs and various compositional projects so head over there And then check out the show notes to let me know how you're celebrating this year. You can leave a comment. Or, of course, you can head over to my Instagram as well. I love having these conversations that are just really dedicated to celebration and having a nice time. (laughs) Thank you for joining me for this special Christmas edition of Life on the Brink. 
I hope you are just soaking up all of this Christmas magic through this episode and all around you and that you have a lovely week. If you're enjoying these Christmas episodes, go ahead and leave a rating or a review for this podcast or subscribe to it on whatever app you're using and be on the lookout for next week's Christmas episode. I really do love hearing about your traditions and where you're listening from and love connecting with people that embrace living each day to the fullest, especially during this season and especially during this crazy year. So head on over to the show notes or to Instagram and until next time, you have a lovely week. Bye.